T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And once again, the KDK Radio Storm Center open this morning. Because of the frigid weather, there are many, as Paul Rasmussen indicated, hundreds of school delays. The big closure, of course, the largest school district, Pittsburgh Public Schools, closed today, second day in a row. And you can get the entire list, KDKRadio.com, brought to you by Mr. Reuter and by the Generator Super Center. There's a... Um fascinating a dramatic a story evolving in uh, washington pa in green county this hospital washington hospital there it's been around 125 years and it's funny how personal these things get my brother is actually in this hospital all the time when he's doing his job and the doctors he say are amazing amazing and the service is amazing and honestly no exaggeration no hyperbole because of medicare Medicaid reimbursements because of the structure of healthcare right now, employee costs, you name it, they're in jeopardy, quite frankly, in financial jeopardy. You don't need, need to hear that from me. Hear it from Brooke Ward. Good morning, Brooke. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. He's the Washington hospital president. I do not wish to, nor would I intend to put words in your mouth, but is it fair to say that hospitals like yours are in jeopardy all over the country, sir? Absolutely. The healthcare industry is struggling financially. I think the pressures with inflation, workforce issues have really taken its toll on our, on our industry. And in our industry, we can't increase prices. So revenue's flat, expenses continue to go up, and that's really our story. And it's pushing us to a point where we're struggling. The good news is we've run the organization well. We have very little debt. We have uh, money in the bank. And as I've said, we've saved for a rainy day. Unfortunately, it's a monsoon, and it's the beginning of monsoon season, and it's going to be a problem very quickly. And exactly after COVID mm-hmm. impacted and the, a lot of federal money came in to help support through the system, but on the other end, as Marty pointed out, this is an issue being felt around the country, even with the larger groups. I mean, uh, what is the solution? I'm hearing that the payer issue of, of being reimbursed for what you are doing isn't 
matching what the actual cost and need is. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, it's difficult. A lot of the national payers pay us based on a percentage of Medicare, and Medicare doesn't often increase rates. Matter of fact, in the last year, I think the federal government increased Medicare rates by 1% Ugh. in a time period when we had a 7% inflation. So if you get a 1% increase from Medicare, you're likely, because your contracts with Aetna, United, Cigna are also based off those, you're getting a 1% for them as well. So it's nice to get a 1% increase, but again, when your expenses are going up 7 8 9%, you just can't keep up. And that's the issue with hospitals across the country. I think it's estimated that 30% of all hospitals across the country and in the Commonwealth are at risk of closing in the next year to two what? years. Isn't there what? something politically to so hold push on, 30%, and drive this? Brooke, 30%? 30% is uh, the number that we're hearing across the, the state and across the nation right now. My God. What, what has been the reaction the to our elected officials to this crisis? Well, I think it's a tough situation for everyone, including them. And, and you know, when I interact with our elected officials, they're obviously concerned. They're open to ideas. Um, you know, but they're in a tough spot as well, you know, because they have a budget they have to deal with. And so, you know, I don't want to speak for them. Uh, you know, I respect and, and, you know, and like our elected officials, and I'm, I'm trying to work with them as much as possible. But, sure. you know, I got to focus on our issue, which is the immediacy. You know, there, there's another hospital in our Commonwealth here in the last couple of months who had to start a GoFundMe page Whoa. to try and get money to make payroll. And I don't want us to be in that situation. So our administration, our board is looking ahead, and we know we have probably two to three years before we're in very serious trouble where we would have to essentially shut down the organization, pay off debt, lay off 2,700 people, close services that are critical to the community, abandon dozens of facilities, including the main hospital, and just watch the economic devastation take a toll on the communities. That's not what we want to do. All right, so... so, uh It's actually fascinating what he's saying, Larry. So they'll initially start shutting down maternity care. That'll leave southwestern Pennsylvania without labor and delivery services between Jefferson Hills and Morgantown. That is ridiculous. And then, so then they have this affiliation planned with UPMC. Do you not, sir? We do. And we went through a process where we looked at a a ton of different potential partners. And ultimately, we feel like UPMC is the best partner for us. Hey, um. Is it fair, because this is what I'm reading, that the Attorney General's office, and by the way, they have, they have the right to regulate these things and, and the FTC and look at these things, but, but is it fair for me to say that they've asked for millions of documents that would take years to produce? Is that fair? Well, between the Attorney General's office and the FTC, they've done what they call a second round document request, and that requires us to produce many documents. On our side, we've so far pulled over 4 million documents. Ah. And I can't speak for UPMC. I'm sure it's a multitude greater than that. And we're in the process of submitting that information to the uh, state and federal government here at the end of January. I think UPMC is going to take them a little bit longer just based on their size. But the time and effort to do that, the legal expense, it's atrocious. And so you're absolutely right. They have the right and the ability and the obligation to review these kind of um, mergers and consolidations. What you hope, though, is that they don't arbitrarily block what's a good deal for our community, for our organization, and for our patients. Bam. Well, we appreciate your candor, Brooke. We're yeah, gonna we're going to keep you here. This. We're going to keep him on here. We're going to bring in uh, a guy from the uh, PG who wrote an editorial of supporting what you're saying. This is Brooke Ward, the Washington Hospital president.
Uh, can you hang with us, man? Absolutely, and thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm going to be down there later. Uh, I, I uh, have uh, bitten into this thing. This is obnoxious. I didn't know this. Did you know this, Larry? I had no idea until I saw this article. It's, it's scary. Download the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, anytime. Take us with you wherever you go. We'll keep you updated on important news, weather alerts, and even high school basketball this time of year, a game of the week every Friday night. Hey, man, that scares the hell out of me that, that Brooke Warren, this guy is the consummate professional, um, the president of Washington Hospital, saying a 30% of hospitals could close in two years in America. And Think Brooke about Ward is the president of Washington Hospital with us, and also Brandon McGinley from the Post-Gazette. Brandon, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Man, um, you sent me a text that is actually is brilliant in that you wrote this piece about this that, that, quite frankly, caught my attention and scared the hell out of me. But you sent me a text that's actually brilliant. Not that UPMC needs a white knight, but I, I think they're being treated shabbily here. Kind of yeah. tell me what grabs your attention about this. <clears throat> Yeah, sure. I mean, um, the fact of the matter is, is that all of the incentives in kind of America's rather broken healthcare system are, uh, are, are tend toward consolidation. And, um, and the fact of the matter is that uh, the options on the table for rural hospitals, independent rural healthcare systems in Washington uh, County, despite a lot of folks from the South Hills only thinking of it as Peters Township, Washington Hospital is officially, by federal standards, a, a, a rural hospital. Um, the options on the table for, uh, for hospitals like this that serve a poorer, older, sicker population um, are uh, consolidation or closure. That's it. There's no third option until there's a radical reform of the entire system. Um, and when those uh, consolidations are held up, not just for months for the basic due diligence you'd expect the government to do, but potentially for years, that leads to worse outcomes for patients, for workers, for everybody who the government claims to be helping. Brooke Ward is the, the president of Washington Hospital. So, Brooke, is it fair that, to say that the FTC is asking for detailed information on every patient encounter, both inpatient an outpatient since 2019 and every insurance payment made to any patient, inpatient or outpatient since 2019. Is that fair, sir? Is that accurate? That's accurate, and that's only scratching the surface of what they've asked for. Come on, man. That's insanity. Is it not, sir? Well, that's the reality of the situation we're dealing with, which is why we've had to pull so much information, and it's resulted in over 4 million documents having to be pulled. And what what? Are, what are their monopoly concerns at this yeah. point, Brooke, do you think? Because obviously that's behind the genesis of this whole process. Well, I think the argument made nationally is when hospitals uh, consolidate and merge, it drives up health care costs. But, you know, and I understand I'm biased, but if you think about it practically, Washington Health System joining UPMC is not going to practically have any influence over the next United contract that uh, UPMC has with United Health Insurance or Aetna or Cigna or any other. And frankly, the driver of healthcare cost in America is pharmaceutical costs and device manufacturers. It's not physicians and hospitals. Our rates are fixed. So I think people look at this data and want to blame hospitals and physicians. As a matter of fact, we're the scapegoat for everything that's wrong with healthcare, but it's really not. And so that's where the blame gets pushed. That's where um, the government agencies like to look. But yet, 
um, you know, again, selfishly and biasly, they let healthcare uh, insurance companies merge and create huge monopolies in our country. You can list them. I've named a couple in this segment already. And that seems to be okay. But somehow our uh, situation might not be. And that's a shame. Hey, Brandon, aren't they, in essence, trying to shut them down by asking them for four million documents just for starters? Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that there's a theory. I would speculate that there's a theory that if they can gum up the works on this um, on this consolidation, perhaps they could force the Washington hospital to pick a different suitor that might be more politically palatable. Um, but, uh, you know, the FTC is at least as likely to have concerns with, say, AHN because the AHN has a Cannonsburg hospital and UPMC doesn't have significant operations in, in Washington. So it seems like even if the in- even if there is some uh, even if the intent is not to force the closure of the hospital, the result will be that. Wow. Um, Brooke, this is a fact, man. There are thousands of people listening that if this doesn't come together, this affiliation, are you seriously saying you could be gone in two years? Gone, sir. I think that's a a potential real possibility. I mean, obviously, we would do everything we can to delay it. We would shut down service lines, um, and that would delay it, but it wouldn't put off the inevitable. And, you know, we'd start to see the organization bleed out. And as uh, Brennan said, you know, there are other potential suitors, but the fact remains when we went out to the market and got proposals – UPMC was the only one to guarantee to keep services in place for the next decade. They were the only one to guarantee to hire everybody, literally everyone. They were the only one to keep health care quality in place. And so, yeah, there are other suitors, but the deals were worse. It was a bad deal for our community, bad deal for our employees, and a bad deal for our patients. Hey, man, isn't there a, a public hearing that I think people should go to tomorrow? Is that tomorrow, sir? There is. The uh, state of um, Pennsylvania Attorney General's office is having a, a hearing on January 18th tomorrow at 2 p.m. at WJ, where I'll be providing some testimony. There'll be some representatives from UPMC providing testimony as well. And then there'll be opportunity for the public to um, provide uh, feedback to the attorney general's office as well. Brooke, appreciate you being on today. Brooke Ward, president of Washington yeah, Hospital man. and Brandon McGinley from the Post-Gazette. Uh, Good luck tomorrow, and thank you both for joining us on the Big K Morning Show today. Thank you for having me on. Thanks, gentlemen. Keep us posted. Man. From the KDK Radio Storm Center, Pittsburgh Public Schools closed. I'm sure you're aware of that by now. And as Paul indicated, hundreds on two-hour delays. You can go to kdkradio.com and check out the entire list anytime. Brought to you by Mr. Reuter and by the Generator Super Center. And, Paul, anytime, and you know in your news career, it's same with Marty, when we get to single digits, it creates some predictable stories, right? Yeah, for example, uh, lots of cars are in the shop now because uh, the cold weather zaps the weak parts. Yes, which is uh, the battery. And then we've heard of other people with electric cars. They realize the battery drains a lot quicker in the colder temperatures. But one reporter was expressing the need for moisturization of your skin. Moisture. And so... (laughs) I just like to keep moist. From the movie, shot here, Academy Award-winning film, Silence of the Lambs, who knew 30 years ago that this would have some meaning now? It rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told. (laughs) (laughs) You can actually stay, I understand, in that house where they... 
apparently shot that oh my. scene. Oh. Play one more time, please. Just okay. Hang on a second here. Humor me. It rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told. <laughs> I just have to stay moist, Larry. So for those watching on our live stream, uh, Marty is going to moisturize. I'm lubing up right now, bro. <laughs> I got looped. What is oh, that stuff? It's, it's moisturizer. Is, is it an aloe base? What is it? It is advanced therapy for dry, cracked, or irritated skin, Larry. There are other options. What, now, what, what brand are we talking Aquaphor here? Aquaphor really does work. Aquaphor, yeah. Bag balm is another option. <laughs> <laughs> Who names this stuff? How about this one? Zim's Crack Cream. Yeah, yeah. I got some of that. So I get crack issues it, too. It's it comes in a tube that looks like chapstick, only yeah. it's larger, like a fire hydrant. Yeah. <laughs> Our dumb dog, and I mean that in the nicest way, ate an entire lip balm stick yesterday. Tasty, ate it. very good eating. Yeah. You're supposed to put it on your lips. You're not supposed to eat it. Yeah, they have. Hey, Samantha, where's that story on, about man. the dogs and the and their pets rather? Oh, I see it. It says, uh, keep an eye out for your dogs uh -oh. and cats in extreme cold. Yeah. Check, check this out, gentlemen. Don't roll your eyes at dogs and coats and sweaters in frigid weather. Vets say they need them, especially if they're small or have short hair. Jenny Brown of the St. Joseph County Humane Society in Indiana warns people and businesses. If you have salt down, you want to make sure that you're using pet-safe salt. PetMD.com urges cat owners to keep their felines inside when it's below 45 degrees as they get cold very easily and can suffer frostbite on their ears, tails, and toes. Whoa. The website also suggests not leaving cats behind if you evacuate for a weather emergency as this can cause hypothermia and death. Allison Keyes, CBS News. Below 45? Here's my yeah, thing. They get My cat gets cold. Whatever. What? I brought a couple deer in today. <laughs> Listen. Raz. I brought a buck and three doe into the house today. They were freezing their butts off. I, I felt bad, man. They were running in front of my car, and they were going to hit it. And I said, come on in, fellas. Do they make any noise? Do, do they make? But Actually, I got, uh, I got them in the basement. We're warming them up. Aren't deer short-haired? Rabbits? Crows? They're, they're not domesticated. No, actually, actually, deer hair is actually quite long. There is a sound that the bucks make. Um, it's yeah, it's it's almost like a barking sound. It's just uh, not to be confused. So I took a buck and a couple of deer in the house. That's so because nice I was worried about them. Really in the cold. high class. I'm just saying, feral cats. You see them out there hunting everything in the winter. Listen, my, I brought a bear in. My cat has has no teeth. She's yeah. basically useless outside of Whoa. if I don't take care of her. Her yeah. new nickname is Gummy. <laughs> Gummy? Every Wednesday at this time, we welcome another medical professional. Brought to you by Allegheny Health Network, Health for All, 412. Doctors, always a good resource. And today, Dr. Aaron Sudam, who's a critical care surgeon at Allegheny Health Network. The importance of this month, it's National Blood Donor Month. Doc, good morning. Good morning. Occasionally we hear what the demand is. And so let's start there. Uh, how critical is it right now for people who are able to and would like to donate blood? 
So especially uh, in recent times since the pandemic, donations really decreased. And at times we do experience shortages of blood products um, that our hospitals need to care for our patients. Um, So uh, for Allegheny Health Network hospitals across the region, we need about 140 donors a day. A day? um, A day to keep up with the needs of our multiple hospitals. Um, Particularly, we have multiple trauma centers and our transplant center. Um, as well as our cancer patients and patients having very uh, extensive surgery. Um, We also have our uh, pregnant patients that may experience postpartum hemorrhage. So uh, one in seven of our hospitalized patients uh, will need a blood transfusion of some variety. And so we do have a significant need in our community for a blood donation. And uh, according to statistics, just 1% of Americans, if 1% of Americans donated blood, the shortages would disappear literally overnight. That is what our national statistics say. Um, Additionally, they uh, note that about 3% of the population donates blood. Um, And almost uh, the majority of the population is eligible to donate blood. So even a small increase in the number of Americans that donate could help um, countrywide, but particularly in our area, the blood that is collected in blood drives around the Pittsburgh area is used for our local patients. Doc, how difficult is it, and this may sound rudimentary to you, for people to get their blood type so that they know for themselves, A, what blood type, and it could be literally A, B, and you have (laughs) other blood more universal blood types. How, how difficult is it to find out what blood type you are and what the need is? Well, if you donate blood, you will learn what your blood type is. Um, and the donation center will tell you too, if uh, per, for your particular blood type, if it would be most beneficial for you to donate blood. Um, some people also donate plasma or platelets, which are components of blood that some patients need when they're bleeding. Um, so depending on your particular blood type, the donation um, system called Vitalant uh, in our area would be able to tell you uh, what's most needed for your blood type. Um, Additionally, your doctor could uh, run that as a blood test, but typically you're only typed uh, as a patient if you need blood. Gotcha. And Vitalant, for those that don't know, for uh, the last uh, several years, took over Central Blood Bank, so people understand. That's what they do is they help uh, get these blood donors and get the blood to the needed patients in our area hospitals and medical facilities, right? Exactly. And you'll see um, the donation centers around Pittsburgh area are all by talent. They're the blood bank supplier um, in our area. And uh, the community blood drives that are run um, potentially at your workplace or at your church are usually always by talent as well. So that's the sign that you'll see for the company running the blood drives. And finally, to allay some fears, people who maybe have never given blood but would like to, but they're afraid to do that. Uh, How long a process is it? It's a pretty quick process. Most of the time is spent um, talking with the staff, just doing the screening and making sure that you're an eligible donor. Um, But the actual process itself to donate a unit of blood takes about 10 minutes. Um, And the staff is extremely experienced. They're very good at um, getting a good um, needle pick. Um, It usually feels like a pinch. It's not significantly painful. 
Um, and some common things that people think they may not be eligible to donate is if they've had tattoos or piercing or if they've traveled uh, or if they're older. Um, there's really no age limit on blood donation. Um, and all of those other um, factors are usually very temporary periods of time where you may not be able to donate. But most people, as I said, are eligible. Um, and so the Vitalant staff will be able to go through the screening and let you know if you're a potential donor. National Blood Donor Month, it's on. If you can, please do. It will help so many. Dr. Aaron Sudam, critical care surgeon at Allegheny Health Network. Thanks, Doc. Thank you so much. Brought to you by Allegheny Health Network. 412Doctors also is a great resource. And uh, as the doctor mentioned, by talent is the local resource to reach out to if you'd like to make a blood donation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.